I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. we're recording recording everybody hello 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 welcome to two black girls one rose where together we'll uncover what we can learn about modern dating love and relationships from popular television i'm natasha and i'm justine and today for our bachelor recap we are joined by a very special special guest Mm -hmm. he has interviewed all of your favorite tv stars and pop culture icons on his podcast literally name anyone or Anyone and yeah. everyone you can think of in the Bravo sphere specifically, he has yep. somehow managed to drag the tea out of them. <laughs> and he also happens to be a member of Bachelor Nation and is joining us today for today's recap of Monday and Tuesday night's episodes. Please welcome the host of the Behind the Velvet Rope podcast, David Yontef. What an introduction. I feel so welcome. <laughs> Good. Good. Thank you we're, for having me. Yes, we're happy to have you. I think it'll be a fun, fun episode. We've been trying to get this together for a hot minute, so mm-hmm. glad to have you here. I'm excited. Nice. And you're here for a double episode. That's exciting. I know. It's a thick week. <laughs> thick week. Yes. There's a lot going week. on. Yes, mm-hmm. there is. <laughs> um, so first, some, just some warm-up questions, David. Um, what is your relationship to The Bachelor? Like, when did you start watching? What's, you know... This is when I start to date myself. You know, I usually <laughs> lie about my age. You know, I started, I didn't start the first season, but I started right away with Bachelorette. I started with Trista Sutter. Wow, okay. nice. So, right. What, what, was that like the, officially the second season, I think? Was that what it was? Yeah, I, I guess know. it was season so. two. Yeah. Of the yeah. franchise. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. I started right then. Okay, so you go way wow. back. Love that. Yeah. Way back. <laughs> okay. It's changed a lot over the years, but yes, I started right at the beginning. <sighs> it has. Yeah. We, one night, I don't know, we were just a bottle of wine in and started looking at the posters for the- Oh my God. <laughs> over the years. Show? Over yeah. the years? Woo! They've made a lot of changes over there. <laughs> Trista's was crazy. I remember Trista's she was, was like- wild like up in the air with like men like holding her or something holding like that. her yeah it was weird it was, it was so problematic um yes. who is your favorite bachelor or bachelorette lead my favorite lead is probably you know i i'm so old school so i do like trista i loved andrew firestone oh, oh wow okay 
And I know it was a controversial season and there was a lot of ups and downs. I love Matt James. I oh, do. Wow. Did okay. you? I do. As a I, bachelor? Really? Yeah. I know. I have like... I, I, Interesting. I, I, it's an yeah. unpopular opinion. And you know what it is? I also think that I am... Like when I have certain people on my podcast, then mm-hmm. I interview them, then I feel like, am I really objective anymore? So I had <laughs> Matt on my podcast and I had such a great like interview with him that mm-hmm. it just kind of... Okay. You know, like I think that kind of... so. Maybe if I step out of it, I wouldn't. But him, I loved Andrew Firestone, and I love Trista. I know those are like really old school. <laughs> I love the reference to the franchise pass. Um, yeah. But yeah, that is interesting about about Matt. Like when you, it's hard when you get to know them and um, get to know the person behind what we're edited to see. It definitely does humanize them a bit. So I could, yeah. I could see that. I could definitely see that. Yeah, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, we've never gotten. Yeah. That, that those answers I think. no <laughs> well you know yeah. there's just a lot of recent i don't know i'm not in love with a lot of the recent choices mm, i hear you i don't think production was either so <laughs> yeah no. production hated them so there was that <laughs> that's fine what um celebrity or bravo liberty are you low-key always checking in on like you don't follow them on your main account but you just check in on them to me to see what they're up to to like, you mean through a Finsta account to like spy on them and see what they're up to? <laughs> yeah, or just like, not even a Finsta account. It has to be yeah. that serious. But you just look at them and see, what are you doing, Larsa yeah. or whatever, <laughs> whoever Larsa's, it is. Larsa's a good one. Um, yeah. Especially today. Especially uh, today. <laughs> which I'm so confused by all of that. But I, I feel like I'm always checking in on like Teresa. I, I just always want to know. Really? Teresa. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's got a lot going on. Mm-hmm. And you know who I who I truly, truly low-key have to go through and check in on a Finsta because she blocked me is Lisa Rinna. I always want to know. Oh, she I'm like, blocked you? Oh, sweetie, I'm blocked by lots of the housewives. I, I'm sure. You know, you have an opinion. <laughs> you Look, wow. here's, here's the thing about being blocked is, you know, no one tells you why. You're just not like saying. Mm. So you have yeah, to right. go back and figure out because I mm-hmm. actually love Lisa Renna. I loved mm-hmm. Melrose Place. I've said great things about Lisa Renna. I think yeah. she was a great housewife. So when I realized I was blocked, I'm like, what did I do? The only <laughs> thing that I can think of is, you know, after she parted ways with Bravo and she's no longer on the housewives, I said like, look, just admit it, girl, you were fired. Like, I don't, I don't care who mm-hmm. says they sent what email or whatever. I'm like, you did not <laughs> leave this job. And yeah. I just, I'm like, that must be it. It must just mm. be that I said for weeks and weeks and yeah. weeks that she's fired wow. when she was putting out mm-hmm. a different narrative, which I mean, didn't everyone say you were fired? So <laughs> Right. Those girls get real funky about fired and not fired. Dorinda mm-hmm. is they still, do. I am on pause as if we have not been on pause for <laughs> Dorinda, like years. Six seasons. <laughs> she still has a little something to say about that. Right. So oh, I, I check in on Lisa a lot just because okay. I like Lisa Rin and I want to know what she's up to. And I do have to truly do it through a fake account because I'm Yeah. Not. Oh, oh, Lisa. I know. That is yeah. a pain. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> so odd. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Well, I don't know if we're blocked now. by anybody. We've said a I lot I would of shit. love <laughs> to know if we're blocked by anybody. That's uh, so wild. Yeah. I, I feel, I don't know. I feel Bachelor Nation, like the people that are on, this is from my experience. Hmm. 
It's been much more, you know, I think housewives take things more personally than any other. I think, I think so too. I think so too. Cause they, they make so much money and revenue off of their personal opinions and image that other people's opinion to them who have platforms could possibly be damaging to their businesses maybe or Mm. influential to those businesses. That's the only thing I can think of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which doesn't really make sense to me because you figure like these people in Bachelor Nation are like sleeping with each other. Like we really, you know what I mean? It's <laughs> yeah. it's more, it yeah. should, and people yeah. have dated and they've broken up and they've been mm-hmm. engaged. And yes, it also gets messy. Mm-hmm. I don't think it gets as messy. I don't know. Yeah. I just think they handle it better. Yeah, I think so too. I think it rolls off their back way easier. A little bit more. Yeah. 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 I do. That's so interesting. So you were recently very heavily featured on an episode of Real Housewives of Miami, which yes. loved seeing you appear on there. Loved <laughs> I that line from Gertie. Did you did I see you on the podcast? Is like one of my favorites. <laughs> I loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved seeing you on there. But I think it would just be interesting to have a discussion about how Bravo treats independent podcasts versus The Bachelor. Um, and I just think it's interesting how there's like watch what happens live. And there's a lot of independent podcasters that go on that. Andy has his own podcast, but is like very open about mm-hmm. um, recognizing other podcasters and like all of them for furthering the audio storytelling narrative and the bachelor is the complete opposite. Can you talk about how Bravo has treated you so far as an independent podcaster? It's, you know, listen, I think it's an up and down, ever evolving relationship. Um, You know, yeah, I think Bravo certainly embraces it more because I really can't think of any example in Bachelor Nation, right? Where they kind of work someone into like an after show or. No. No, never that. (laughs) Yeah. So, (laughs) you know, look, I mean, it's, it's, you get a lot of shout outs, right? Like, you know, yeah, it's, it's, I think. Yeah, considering Bravo has their own, like Andy has a podcast and now like Bravo kind of has right. their own thing. Right. They do kind of spread the wealth. And I think they just kind of realize that, you know, it is promotion right back to your show. It's all yeah. a good thing. I mean, when I was heavily featured on two back-to-back episodes of Real Housewives of Miami, yeah, I promoted that night and day on my Instagram yeah. and all over my socials. Yeah. And how is that a bad thing for anyone? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I think there's a lot of, um, there's, I'm sure a lot of executives who are probably straight and white sitting around wondering how Bravo came to be what Bravo is now over the past 10, 15 years of housewives. And part of it is embracing these independent creatives who are furthering the narrative. Do you agree? Yeah. And I, I agree with all of that. I think like the marketing on like, where is bachelor nation con? You know what I mean? Where is MTV? Uh, okay. Con? <laughs> like it's like, right. and Bravo con makes a ton of so money. Much it money. makes a ton. Yeah. So it's like, if you think about it, like I've always said this, I don't really understand it either because if you think about it, <laughs> it's brilliant marketing. Like the numbers yeah. on housewives are small. Now, mm-hmm, most right, housewives right. are under a million. Mm. Yeah. You look at like the numbers on Bachelor on ABC, they're mm-hmm. huge compared mm-hmm. to like Housewives. Beverly Hills is just over a million. And we'll see what Jersey does when it returns, but that's it. I mean, mm-hmm. Miami's like 400,000. You're talking watchers, right? Yeah. Like, just, yeah. 
Yeah. So, I mean, if you look at the numbers, it's so small on Bravo, mm-hmm. all the numbers. And yet it's such a marketing, it's a marketing genius of a yeah. machine, right? And yeah. so, yeah, they just, you would think like the people that are running ABC would take a look at this and say, we're sitting on like just tons of lost revenue here. Like if yeah. there was a bachelor nation con and you <laughs> oh had God. you had the trista and you had the currents and yeah. you had like you know daters that stood out and i mean you could do so much with it so much yeah so much yeah that is true that and yeah just their lack of embracing the wider community the creators the right. podcasters the independent folks that create the conversation all week long so very bizarre. We talk about it quite a bit here. So Yeah, we do. <laughs> it's it is very bizarre to me as mm-hmm. well. You know, yeah. that there's not, you know, like if you're gonna do like an hour and a half episode of a The Bachelor, you know, or an hour, like why can't, you know, you'll have to see a program. Like there should be some like watch what happens live type after yes. show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which even if like 10, 20% of your audience left the room and didn't want to watch that, mm-hmm. that's still pretty good ratings. Like mm-hmm. you're just losing out on, and that's where they could really work in people like yourselves and just mm. like figure out a formula that works. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. How did you start your podcast and how did you decide like interviewing uh, reality stars was the lane that you wanted to be in? Well, it started in a different format. I mean, it started, I really was hanging out with certain reality stars. You know, like I lived between New York and LA. And I mean, I was really full-time New York at that time. So it was more just like, what am I going to do with all this? Like it, the, the theory when it started, and it wasn't now it's seven days a week. It wasn't seven days a week when I started. Mm, it was. Mm-hmm. It really started like a Wendy Williams, like kind of like we can go out and have a drink at night, Countess Luann but I'm going to talk about it the next day on the air. And so it was really, that's where like the name mm-hmm. behind the velvet rope came from. It really was like these interactions, which became my norm. I don't necessarily find all of them so interesting, but if like I step out of this, people probably do want to know, did Luann have three drinks last night? Did she have no drinks? Did she leave me sitting at the bar and go home with someone? Like these little tidbits, I'm like, okay, so- <laughs> All I'm questions like, I had, yes. Right, yeah. like all questions. So it really was like that, like Wendy Williams of like, oh yeah, by the way, I was out with so-and-so last night and here's what happened. Mm. That's kind of how it started and then the pandemic happened and then it just morphed into- interviews because like everyone was home and I reached out to a lot of people and everyone mm-hmm. said yes. And I'm like, okay. I didn't realize all these people would say yes. Mm-hmm. And so and now it's like a combination of that, the interviews plus gossip and just like what we're doing here today and just talking about what's going on on the episodes. And mm-hmm. so it's kind of like morphed and grown, mm-hmm. but I didn't really ever think it would be as big as it is. It wasn't really why I started it. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. who doesn't start it to have it be a real thing? Right. But mm-hmm. it just kind of became that. And then the more it kind of grew, I was like, oh, this is a real business and I need to like lean in times 10 because mm-hmm. who knows when this is going to go away here. Mm-hmm. It yep. hasn't in five years, knock on wood. But, you know, mm-hmm. like I'm humble and like anything could happen mm-hmm. in this mm-hmm. crazy business that we're in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Shout out to Wendy Williams being a right? inspo. <laughs> right. <laughs> that that's 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 one of the answers and like howard stern and like the so like both of them wendy kind of that but then like when it came to interviewing like wendy Mm -hmm. and like howard of like 
you know, let's just cut through it. Like, I don't really care what other questions you're being asked. Like, these are the actual questions that the actual people that are watching want to hear. And I know this is like off the cuff, but like, this is actually the question people want the answer to, not this other BS. Yeah. (laughs) So that's kind of a Wendy style too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. The bullshit. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. And you've interviewed a ton of people, as we said in your intro. Do you have a favorite interview moment? So not just the interview itself, but like a moment that you're really proud of as an interviewer. I can't think of any examples. I mean, like last year, like one of my favorite mm-hmm. interviews was like Juicy Joe Judice, like Teresa's Joe. Oh like my that was, God. Oh, that's a good one. That's just cool. someone like that where it's like, you know what it is? You never know what to expect from someone so like when it's a big interview it's kind of like it really could go both ways there are people that i have been so excited to interview and you get on and you're like oh they're just they're flat they're giving you one word answers they are just not so someone like joe not that i am scared of anyone but Mm -hmm. you could just see joe being like over it and giving one word Mm -hmm. answers and Mm -hmm. just like ugh. But I would never say no to that. So I'm like, we're doing this. I just was like, and it will be a thing because it's Joe Judice. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I was like blown away. I mean, we talked about ice. We talked about what was it like in jail. Ooh. Like he was just, so it's like, it's kind of that, like when you're heading down that path and you realize like, oh, this person is down to play. That's when you're yeah. like, because you just don't know. Like someone yeah. like that, yeah. I would be like, I could see him be like, no, no, whatever. And just like, okay, well, th- we have 55 more minutes. How, is, how are we going to fill this time? <laughs> mm-hmm. But he was down for like, now we're going to talk about Louie. What do you think of Louie? Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on like how he's treating your daughters? And like, he just, it was like anything could go. And you just yeah. get that vibe of like, okay. Where like you're like not nervous, but you're like this is like mm-hmm. a, maybe a once in a lifetime. It's mm-hmm. a big interview because like who's he doing interviews with really? And like mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. wow, this guy mm-hmm. is great. So it's kind of like there's nice. been moments with that where you're like not really you're like oh this is going to be a pain in my ass for an hour, and then the person turns out to be wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Interviews can be very touch go touch and go like that. Yeah, you just don't know. You know the kind of answers you want to pull out of them when you craft out the questions, but you just don't know how they're going to show up. You don't know totally. how open they're going to be. You don't know how in bed they still are with the network, and so they try to keep the you know want to keep a, a, a you know give a safe interview, which is not obviously mm-hmm. that interesting for your listeners. So, it's, totally, yeah, interviews can be tough. Um, all right, well. Before we dive into the recap, mm-hmm. um, we do want to chat a little bit of Bachelor Nation news. Mm-hmm. So I have a couple things for you guys. Um, first, the ABC producers, I don't know if you saw this, Justine, absolutely I did. flopped on a recent panel um, that they were on with a bunch of major TV showrunners and they were asked about diversity and racism in the franchise and it was a floppity flop flop. So we will definitely talk about that. Um, we have a new big announcement regarding Bachelor Golden Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. Um, Daisy is breaking some social media records. So we'll chat what? about that. Oh. Miss Daisy here. Yep. Okay. Um, also, Thomas, Thomas a la Becca and Thomas yeah, uh-huh. spilled some tea on his IG stays, story. Stays out he here. Loves- <laughs> He loves to get to yap his, his NDA up. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, we'll talk a little bit about that. And then Rachel Lindsay got a new haircut and I want to talk oh, about it. 
Yes. <laughs> I would love to. Yes. If you want to listen to our episode ad-free with our juicy Bachelor Nation news segment, make sure you join the Rose Garden over at Patreon. Head to patreon.com slash two black girls one rose. You can also watch us on video and you can tune in for two black girls watch which mm-hmm. we are we just wrapped up insecure season one mm-hmm. we are now going to start watching old episodes of millionaire matchmaker can't which wait i have not seen in like a decade so do you know that i was excited. on that show you were no. and let me tell you something that that is i didn't listen this is gonna sound like a stupid statement i didn't realize the power of netflix so now i guess i don't know what they yeah. added just seasons three and four three and it's four it's just three and four yeah mm-hmm. so i'm in season four Okay. as like a featured person so what i just think right so i mean uh, what do i know that this was on but my yeah. this, my dms went absolutely insane of like because you know like people that listen to the podcast don't yeah i, I i've uh, talked about it before it's just like not like every day that i'm like by the way yeah back in like yeah 2010 <laughs> yeah right but i i am still friends with patty stanger but i think it was so it's definitely season four it was the new york city season mm-hmm. which leah mcsweeney was a bachelor yep we saw well. yeah yeah so she's one of them i'm one of them okay. not not the same episode but yeah. when that i didn't realize this was such a thing, but people went like out of nowhere. Like, wow. oh my God, do you realize you're on Millionaire Magic? I'm you. like, yeah. I do because I filmed it. <laughs> do you realize? But I didn't realize this show it was on Netflix been out for like 15 years. <laughs> right, exactly. My season, mm-hmm. Just adding it to Netflix would like be a thing, but it really is. Whoa. So there you go. Okay, so we are definitely watching David's so, episode. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. You'll yep. be like, oh my God, he's so nice now. Patty Aww. and I, we, we, we re- came together in, page, in, in COVID. Patty and I like reconnected. Oh, really? Like when she was on my show and then it just like we've been friends since. But she's oh, really that's mean nice. to me. She's very mean to me in the episodes. I'm sure. She was pretty mean back then. Just mean period, yeah. Yeah, which is okay. Be mean to me, it's fine. Oh God. Well, thank you for that tidbit that we yeah. will be watching David's episode. Yep, <laughs> sure will. <laughs> and shout out to the Rose Garden. Shout out to everybody on the Rose Stems here who voted as well. And yes. uh, yeah, we're going to dive into Millionaire Matchmaker next month. Um, all right, let's dive into the recap. Let's do it. Okay, so we got a cold open. Ronnie Yacht, Maria, mm-hmm. and Sydney are heading to their two on one. I love a two on one personally. What? I love to watch it. <laughs> I love a two-on-one episode because it's always good versus evil. Yeah, that's It's like true. how they tee it yeah. up. Yeah. But I like that this uh, this one was interesting because the evil is supposed to be Maria, but it's yeah. clearly not. So obviously, Sydney. Yeah. And Sydney's just a delusional weirdo on her own little island. Yeah. <laughs> like, thinking. Yeah. Yep. And you can tell like that she was the one that was going to go home. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Absolutely. But yeah, it was like, yeah, you really like, oh, just get out of here. Please. Yeah. Not a Sydney fan. No. no nobody. <laughs> so back the house, ladies are all sitting around talking about the Maria and Sydney drama. Um, Kelsey T and her confessional says it's straight. She's like, I think Maria's intentions are good, but Sydney can't get over it until she's proven right. And yeah. I think that is Sydney's mm-hmm. biggest thing is she wants to be heard that she is right here is how it is joey she wants to be validated in that and nobody's validating her least of all joey so mm-hmm. um now the host arrives to let the ladies know they're going to malta mm-hmm. which is a beautiful island in the mediterranean mm-hmm. 
very pretty. Um, Joey looked scrumptious per usual. Mm-hmm. Yep. And <laughs> anywhere Joey shows up in my notes, I'm just like, Joey looks hot. I love Joey's this. <laughs> I love Joey's that. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just part of my commentary. He just oh, looks man. good. So they check into their hotel. Descartes arrives. It's for Lexi, mm-hmm. which I think this is the best day ever. When you're yep. in a new country and yep. you get the explore a new explore city date. date. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's the best one. There's no like agenda for the date. They're just exploring and you're just hanging out and you get to feel like you're on vacation with your boyfriend and girlfriend. It's the first yep. date where it really feels like you're dating this person. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. Lexi meets up with Joey. He really feels like they have chemistry. Feels mm-hmm. very genuine and safe. They explore the mm-hmm. city, eating pastries, dancing. Um, of course, we get him saying, I feel like I'm walking around with my girlfriend. Yep. Yep. Those are big and, words, too. That he said, I feel safe and seen with Lexi. That's, mm, I feel like that's a big deal. That's big. Mm-hmm. When there's like 13 of them there or 15 of them or something, <laughs> mm-hmm. however many there are, that's that's pretty big. That's a mm-hmm. big thing. Mm-hmm. Now, back at the women's harem, Babysitter's <laughs> Club just... <laughs> Still so many people here. Yeah. Babysitter's Club. Just she's talking to Sydney. They're so shocked that Maria's still here. They are just, you know, talking shit per They usual. don't know she's changing outfits. They don't they don't know. <laughs> she's got tricks up her sleeve. Mm-hmm. I these are just clearly just immature people sitting mm-hmm. around talking, thinking that they're better than somebody for whatever reason. I don't know why they think they're so much better than Maria. That's confusing. Justice for Maria. Seriously. Oh my God. I think Maria. we're going to get it because yeah. she's the star of the show. So I think yeah. we're going to get Justice Honestly. for Maria. Yeah. And Sydney. He's, a, he's attracted to her. It's, mm-hmm. it's all good. Mm-hmm. They're mad. They're big mad. That's really right. What it is. They're <laughs> jealous. Like, they're just jealous. It's so obvious. And I hate to, I'm never the one that's like, she's jealous of me or they're mm-hmm. so jealous. Like, I hate that. But this is like clearly jealousy, <laughs> like, yeah. very yeah. obviously. Um, Sydney in her freaking confessional says her brain is totally occupied by Maria and it's starting to affect her mental health and she mm. needs to let Joey know what's going on. Damn Maria girl. Do you know how I, that would be my Instagram bio at <laughs> Sydney's brain is captivated by me. Oh my <laughs> God. That's that. I mean, that means you that bitch in my opinion. <laughs> Those are strong words. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I also just feel like Sydney's getting worked by her her producer. Mm-hmm. Her producer. Is just oh like, yeah, it was so bad this episode with her. It was so so bad. She's just like sat in these long interviews, and her producer's like, "Yeah, and Maria said this, and then she also told me uh-huh. this, and like uh-huh. just making uh-huh. up bullshit." Like, Let's rile her up. Mm-hmm. Yep. So obvious. Yeah. So Lexi and Joey back on their date. They go to this beautiful cathedral. She, you know, got emotional talking about her grandfather. He was a painter. They used to go to church together, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, and this priest comes over and talks to them about having a family and making a marriage work and being happy. Now, Lexi reminds us in that moment that she has a medical condition mm-hmm. um, that will affect her ability to have kids. So that's like her big revelation that she needs to mm-hmm. share with Joey. Um, meanwhile, back with the ladies, group card arrives for uh, everybody except Sydney and Maria. So, yep, they're going on the two on one. But Sydney, still, this is torture. Oh my god, I've been put through the <laughs> ringer enough. Now I have to go on a date with her. I can't stand it. The like, 
the fact that she filmed, this is the moment I wrote this down in my notes. The fact that she filmed a devotional or confessional with overhead lighting and no like front face lighting. <laughs> she was just desperate to tell anyone. Anybody who will listen. Oh my God. Oof. Yeah. She's it's not. It's not a good luck. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Right? Especially, I think, well, these girls don't know this as they're filming, but there may or may not be a paradise this season. So they're out here going absolutely apeshit mm. crazy for camera time for a show that might not air. <laughs> right. Mm, that's true. Yeah. I yeah. Think of that, but that's true. Me neither. Mm. Yeah, her victimization is is wild. I don't deserve this. I'm emotionally drained. I've been put through the ringer. I'm oh being my tortured. God. Like oh, with the light, like like the, like oh god, the shadows. <laughs> I I would never. I would I would refuse. I would never have a camera on me with just the big light on overhead. Never. Mm-hmm. Oh, Sydney, please. Yeah, she's just sat in these confessionals, yeah, her head off, going crazy. Now back with Lexi and Joey. Loved Lexi's little cutout. Loved little it. Black maxi dress situation. It's mm-hmm. very cute. Also love Joey's pink blazer. It looked very nice. Yeah. 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 So they sit, they chat. She has an agenda. She's got to talk to him about her endometriosis. Mm-hmm. So she shares with him. She lived in LA. She moved to New York City. That's when she fell ill. And for about a year and a half, she didn't know what was going on with her until she was diagnosed with stage five endometriosis, which is a reproductive condition where I learned a lot. Honestly, I don't know nothing about no endometriosis. Oh, you didn't? So oh, okay. Not a clue. I've heard of it, but I didn't know it was a reproductive condition. Yeah. Um, where tissue that's supposed to grow inside your uterus grows on your other organs. Mm-hmm. So she had a surgery, had everything, um, the tissue removed. But her doctor sat her down and told her that she may not be able to have kids of her own. Yeah. And she feels like she's always been called to be a mother. Um, So that was obviously very tough news for her. And her ex, she, you know, told the news Mm -hmm. from the doctor. And sounds like he basically broke up with her because of that. Because of that. Yeah. 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 Which is so wild because endo is not... Even stage five endo, it, and like her doctor said, it's a maybe. It's not a yes. It's mm-hmm. not a no. Mm-hmm. So to break up with somebody for a maybe, mm-hmm. and I mean to break up with somebody over this is nuts anyway. But yeah. I don't know though because I feel like I, I I can't judge the person like her ex that she's talking about. Mm-hmm. If a strong value of his is to have children of his own. Mm-hmm this might be the deal breaker for him. And it's unfortunate a thousand percent. Mm-hmm. You know, she doesn't really have control over that condition. Mm-hmm. That sucks. But mm-hmm. I feel like if that's his prerogative, he it's best he get out now and leave her alone now versus mm-hmm. later. Mm-hmm. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, but it is sucks because you're saying no to someone based on a maybe. Like she might still exactly. have kids. Yeah. Yeah. People with endometriosis have kids all the time. Like it's not, it's yeah. not, yeah. you know, it's not an right. end all be all. Yeah. So he d- he but, really didn't want to go through it with her though, like through the yeah. trenches with her it's through the whole process. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And really, you're kind of rolling the dice with any woman. Like uh, hello, no- that's the thing. There's no guarantee anyway. <laughs> yeah, no guarantee. Anyway. Or you, sir. Who or you, you? exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. So Joey, you know, says to her, you know, that's a lot to hold on to. It's not something that scares me. 
you know, there's other ways to have a child, you know, to have uh, mm-hmm. a family like adoption. And I know there's more to you than just that. And yeah, it was saying all of the right things, all mm-hmm. of the things that Lexi deserved to hear in that moment, that she wants to hear in that moment. For me, I just had to wonder, is this how he really feels? Because mm-hmm. the only thing I really cared to hear from Joey or to hear about how he really feels is his value on having his own child. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We hear him, you know, drop right. adoption. That's obviously going to make Lexi feel a lot better and more assured. But right. do you want to adopt kids, Joey? Or are you right, just saying right. that because this is what you know is going to appease this moment for Lexi? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I felt the same way about his conversation with Charity about interracial dating um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because they had that conversation on camera and it was very, he was very much trying to placate the situation because he's never dated a black girl before Mm -hmm. and he was very nervous Mm -hmm. and prior on that date, I remember she said that she was a huge fan of history and so I'd be nervous too if that (laughs) happened to me. Um, But it was an answer that was very safe. And she, she even Charity answered or asked the question in a very safe way. Mm-hmm. So I, mm-hmm. I see what you mean about it. Mm-hmm. Just not fulfilling. Yeah, just huge conversations like this. The interracial dating question. The, the I may not be able to have my own kids. Like, I don't know how they can really do these conversations justice. Mm-hmm. Because these are really meant for like the fantasy suites. The fantasy which suites. Is yep. Yeah. Ten weeks from now. So <laughs> this is like, <laughs> it's a lot for episode four. Mm-hmm. It's a lot, right. and and their first one on one. Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they're just trying to keep the good vibes, and he's not gonna send her home right now because he tells her I actually want my own kids. Like we're not gonna get that. She's gonna get the date rose. Period. Mm-hmm. Whether or not he wants to adopt or. Yeah. And well, we weren't there, but I would have loved to know if he asked her, like, how else does this affect you? If this is a reproductive disorder, women's reproductive hormones affect their whole life. So like, how else does this affect you? And Mm. how did it, how did your family take? Like, I would have liked to see a little bit more of the convos as well. Now that I think about it. Mm -hmm. It was definitely not enough. Um, But yeah, everything ended well. They got a, she got a kiss. Yep. She got the rose. And she says she's falling for Joey. So all as well now the next day group day they go to fort manuel which is where game of thrones part of game of thrones was filmed apparently so mm-hmm. that's cool and the ladies do some sword fighting they have one of these crazy costumes joey's shirtless everybody's swooning yes. <laughs> were you that's swooning david I, well i, I know that's, that's where you got him. <laughs> I think that's where he, that's where it all changed for me. Yeah. <laughs> I think I was like, wow. I get it. He's hot. Mm-hmm. He listen. He's, I, I, yeah. I always thought he was really hot. I just mm-hmm. was like, is he the best ever? Like everyone's saying, I'm starting to understand it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like mm-hmm. the shirtlessness. Yeah. It was nice. Touch. Yeah. We'll take mm-hmm. it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. They sword fight. They have this like weird staring competition with Joey. Yeah. Um, they have to catch sausages in their mouth. Just Terrible. Bizarre. Uh-huh. Um, Autumn is awarded more time with Joey. Not <laughs> sure why. No, she was there. God, <laughs> I was like, oh my God, Autumn's still here? Okay. Autumn's still yeah, there. I'm not sure about that one. Mm-mm. They didn't even show her time, poor thing. <laughs> they, they just showed them like making out. That was really it. So, um, time for the nighttime portion. Mm-hmm. Daisy. She's talking about potential kids' names. Ooh. 
I just can't get the music yeah. video out of my head. Like, they're really okay. trying. The music that is matched with Daisy is so, like, delicate and sweet. Uh-huh. And it's like, sweet little Daisy. She's on screen. I am thinking about that fucking music video and that guy. What is he? Her auto-tune. Slob on my knob. Like, horn Slob on, on my knob. Yeah. Oh, my God. I Daisy. don't see any chemistry with Daisy either, but that's just me. Mm. You don't see any chemistry with her and Joey? <sighs> no. Really? Who do you think he has the most chemistry with so far? Mm. Well, I think Kelsey. There's a lot with Kelsey. Which one? For Which sure. Kelsey? Kelsey with um, the Kelsey New Orleans that, Kelsey? Or New Orleans Kelsey, yes. Mm. Not LA Kelsey who right. is possibly going to just blow the whole thing for herself because she just can't handle any Emotional. of this. Yeah, yeah. She's about to really blow up her own game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think Kelsey, New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Yes. Maria. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know if Maria's really going to go that All far. That far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And who else do I think? I think he's having to really question whether he's okay with like a risk of not having children because I think mm-hmm. they have mm-hmm. a great chemistry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah, Daisy. I, I, I don't know. I can't really see it. I kind of see it. You do? I, I, I do. It. Yeah. Yeah, I think she seems super just like sweet and not uh, she's like the complete opposite of Maria, I think, honestly. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think he likes the sweet girl. We saw it with Charity as well. Yep. Um, So I don't I agree. I don't know if Maria's going to go super far, but Daisy's kind of too hard around the edges for him. A little too. Yeah. Rough around the edges. I don't know if that's Daisy to me just seems like. That they're going to be such good friends. Like, just mm. we're Aww. friends. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm mm. wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. I just, well, we'll see. Maybe it's because she hasn't had a big emotional moment like some of the others. Mm. Yeah. Well, right? Yeah. Was, <clears throat> just sharing yeah. about her implant just yeah. so far. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they sit, they talk, they talk about potential kids, and Joey wants twin girls. That's a girl dad. Very specific desire, Joey. <laughs> yeah. They named their children. Mm-hmm. Yep. Coco and Ocean. Coco and Ellie. Ocean. <laughs> so, yeah. Interesting household. Um, <laughs> Kelsey A, she, um, he loves her. I mean, yep. he literally yeah. tells her that loves. with all the girls here during the group day, he still couldn't stop focusing on her. He like mm-hmm. told her that. Gave mm-hmm. her that validation. Like, I see you. I know we're not getting a one-on-one date yet, but, like, I see you. I'm hyper-focused on you. Even just that sentence of all the girls here, I still, you know, I'm still, I can't stop focusing on you. Mm-hmm. He's trying to make sure she's, like, sitting tight. Hanging and, in there. <laughs> yeah. Hanging in there, girl. Yep. You are yep. in my top two. I can't uh-huh. tell you that, yep. but you're, yep. you know, just mm-hmm. chill out, please. And then, yeah, Kelsey T, he got some time with her. She's a bit nervous, mm-hmm. um, obviously, because she's, you know, not really getting time with him. And she shares with him. He's like, I like quality time. She says she needs some action. That's like what she needs. And mm-hmm. can only get but so much in this process. Yeah, so. this ain't the show for you, babe. But yeah, she's going to start and to it, yeah, unravel. But, but he really likes her, though, I think. He does. He yeah. said in his confessional, his heart flutters when he talks to her. It's so mm-hmm. natural, it's seamless, and he often gets lost when he's talking with Kelsey T. Mm-hmm. 
Honestly. Well, she just needs to stay calm. She does. Yeah. That's that's her biggest yeah thing that needs to happen. Because <laughs> we don't want her to implode. No. Something. She's not there yet, but mm-hmm. we see signs of it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So Sydney and Maria, their card arrived. Something about the water. Sydney's still going on about being tortured. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Babysitter's Club Jess, we see she shares with Joey that she's falling for him. So she's the first to reveal this falling yeah, for this you. Is so early, girl. Ooh, uh-huh. Very early. With no one on one. I was about to oh, say she's not had God. a one on one either. She's just watched the show before. That's just it. Oh, that's why she's the most annoying to everybody <laughs> who's watching. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the group date rose went to Kelsey T, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I always agree with his group date rose. Yeah. Yeah. I always, well. whether or not I like the girl, whatever, like I always kind of agree with, I think she deserved it that day. Mm hmm. So I like yeah. how he awards these these roses. Yeah, I agree. Um, and he said another big thing about Kelsey T. He says, I've left every single group setting with Kelsey T being on the forefront of my mind. Yep. He likes her a lot. Yeah. A lot, a lot, a lot. Yeah. That's huge. Mm-hmm. I want to see their, I want to get them on a date. Like, a d- please. Oh my that's God. That's a it huge like- statement. Yes. Every single group date, he's left with her on the forefront of his mind. And this is the biggest cast we've ever had. There's like 18 bitches on one group date. So the (laughs) fact that he's thinking just about her, that's a really big deal. Mm -hmm. She's doing well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And she has gorgeous orange clothes. I love all of her orange clothing. Oh my gosh, she does wear a lot of orange. (laughs) (laughs) No, Sassy said that. Now, time for the two-on-one. Okay, what is the correct approach for going on a two-on-one don't go <laughs> okay self-eliminate really <laughs> i think so i think so if really if i was maria and i knew i had the kind of power that maria has over joey i would write him a note give it to the pa and say listen either i want to talk to him one-on-one real quick like up you know behind the scenes mm-hmm. the night before or mm-hmm. i'm out I'm good. I'm good on this. And he can go and do a date with, you know, Sydney and have an awful time because they do not talk about anything. I know nothing about Sydney besides the fact that she owns a vintage store. So that is what I would do if I was the one who was actually the good one trying to prove that I'm Mm -hmm. good. I'm not going to prove to you that I'm good. I'm not going to do that. Mm -hmm. I think. What do you guys think, though? Yeah. What do you think, David? How do you approach a two on one? I mean, like, it's just so risky because I feel like anytime someone speaks up and they're going to say, you know, well, I'm not worth it. You know, I mean, geez, I mean, you should have taken any time you can get with me. And like, I could see that backfiring. I mean, I I, I see your point, too. But Mm -hmm. I could see them just saying, like, you know, this is the process. And, you know, you Mm -hmm. should like if we're really going there, you should want any time with me you can get. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, now I take it personally that he, do you like me and right. Mm-hmm. So, but I don't know. But I think less is more for the group date. You just if you go, you go and you just like let the other person, like you say, talk and have their moment, and you just kind of play coy because, like, if they really are feeling you, they're just like, 
more into you while the other person just won't shut up. So I say go, (laughs) but just Mm -hmm. keep like a low profile. Like let the other person kind of steamroll the date Mm. and have them, like have Joey turn to you and say like, you know, can I take you for a moment alone? Mm -hmm. That's how you Mm -hmm. do it. That's my advice. Mm -hmm. But I agree. They're very awkward, these these Mm two-on-one dates. Very awkward. Yeah. Very awkward. I'm with you, David. I would go on the two-on-one. I would probably play how Maria is, which is to kind of pretend like Sydney doesn't exist. Just yeah. have a great time. <laughs> We're, I'm on a yacht in f- yeah. the fucking Mediterranean Sea. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be sitting here pouting. I refuse. Like, I'm blessed to be here in this moment. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fully pretend like that other girl literally is invisible. Like, I don't see her. <laughs> If she addresses me, I'll talk back, but I'm I'm here yeah. to be on this date with him and I'm just gonna fully pretend she doesn't exist. So I appreciated Maria's approach because I was I was like, that's the way to do it, I think. As best you can. Um so yeah, they pack their bags, they head off, um, they meet Joey out on the water, and um the difference between the two of them, Maria has gotten time with Joey. Like one on one, like mm, impactful, mm-hmm. memorable mm-hmm. time with him. Mm-hmm. Sydney hasn't. This is Sydney's like actual first time with mm-hmm. Joey, mm-hmm. and she's sitting here pouting and complaining. Oh my god, my stomach hurts. My anxiety. Oh my anxiety. god, I can't. Just talking about her anxiety is taking a physical toll on her. No Just girl, no. doing the absolute most. That's something. Maria's else. over here <laughs> cracking jokes. She's trying yep. to make best of Loving the day. Life. Loving mm-hmm. life. I am on a yacht in the middle of the fucking sea. Like mm-hmm. this can't. This is what is my life right now? How do you right. pout? How do you pout? Oh my god. Yeah, she's wearing one of Edwina's crochet dresses. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Justine, there's something I gotta get off my chest, girl. Tell me. I've been low-key struggling with my relationship with my phone and social media. Just the over-accessibility these devices create, this addiction to Instagram, Mm -hmm. the distraction from everyday life and the people closest to me, it's been really stressing me out. I'm not even gonna lie. Mm. I mean, that makes sense. Content overload is very real and staring at everybody's highlight reels can be overwhelming Mm. and can absolutely steal your joy and peace. We carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. You all know we're huge advocates of therapy. We talk about it all the time on this podcast. It's been tremendously beneficial throughout different stages of my life and areas where I've needed help from eating disorders to new relationships to my ever-changing relationship with my family. Therapy has really helped me to set boundaries and prioritize my self-care. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief 
questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash 2BG1R today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash 2BG1R. Yes, cute little <laughs> yellow fit. Real cute little yellow fit with a little black bikini underneath. Looking real cute. Yeah, looking yeah. real cute. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sydney looks like she's about to clean her bathroom. She looks <laughs> mm-hmm. real regular. Very. I was very disappointed by Sydney's outfit. <laughs> oh my God, the shoe. The shoe was killing me. Did y'all see this, Ugh, the shoe? I didn't. Oh, don't. It was like one of them Steve Madden clod hoppers. Oh, from the back uh-huh. you know exactly what i'm talking about <laughs> the flat yes. in the back mm-hmm. 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 he was never failing sydney no mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so her approach sydney is to just lean in heavy to being the victim that's mm-hmm. her approach to the two-on-one mm-hmm. so it starts from being on the boat and pouting he just needs to see that she's having a bad day now <laughs> joey and sydney sit she tells this cockamamie story. <laughs> when you left the pool party, Joey, all hell broke loose. That's how she <laughs> describes. <laughs> all hell oh, broke loose. God. Maria attacked me. Mm-hmm. She told Leah to shut the fuck up. And just every single situation in the house, Maria has been the common denominator. Every single situation. Just this one? What is she talking about? Every, yeah. What are you? There's no other drama, girl. What are you Nothing. talking about? Mm-mm. Now, Maria sits with Joey, and she's like, I'm here for us. Like, mm-hmm. I genuinely don't even want to be doing this. Right? Like, I want to spend mm-hmm. our time furthering us. She fully denies the Leah shut the fuck up comment, mm-hmm. which she says was a blatant lie, which I think it is. I don't remember her saying. I don't remember that either. I don't remember seeing that. I don't know if that happened. I feel like they tell us though. Right. Yeah. I feel like Leah would have been sat in an interview talking. Oh, we didn't get that from her. Yeah, definitely. As she should, that would be crazy. So I wouldn't blame Leah for doing that, but yeah. Also, why is Sydney always speaking on other people's drama? Other people's. Because she don't know this man. Uh-huh. So she doesn't even have anything to talk about, which is so odd. I feel like she does. She got two cats. She has a vintage store. She knows Ashley. I. I feel like we have things to talk about. Mm-hmm. Well, no, she don't talk yeah, about. She doesn't want to talk about any of that. Uh-uh. Leah and Medina and everybody else's mess, but yeah. her own life. Um. So yeah, Joey doesn't know if he can get past this. He still doesn't know the truth at all because mm-hmm. Leah, uh, Maria saying one thing, Sydney saying the complete opposite. Yeah. It's like there's no middle ground whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, and he keeps talking to Sydney first, so Sydney just spreads the yeah. lies, and then he just asks Maria <laughs> if they're true or not. Mm-hmm. That's exactly it. So Maria and Sydney, we get a little moment with them. Maria's literally is saying to Sydney, like, you know, we're on camera, right? Like, <laughs> oh, I love it. How do you feel about breaking the fourth wall, David? I love it. Do you? I love in it, it, housewives anything. Yes, I love when the fourth yeah. wall is broken. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it because, like, let us in. Like, mm-hmm. this isn't you know 1999. Like, we all know how this works. So, like, <laughs> yeah, I love when the fourth wall is broken. I love it all the time. Mm-hmm. 
And yeah, I felt for Maria. She was just like, why are you doing this to me? Like, yeah. what? <laughs> yeah. Why me? Like, yeah. what is this campaign against yeah. me? You are on camera. Like, mm-hmm. they're going to run the tape and see you blatantly lying. Why mm-hmm. are you doing this? Mm-hmm. And she has no answer. Nope. Now, time for the little dinner date. Yes. Maria was wearing that dress, boy. Listen, Aww. from 2003, that Hervé mm-hmm. Leger bandage mm-hmm. back in the day, day. I was like, wow, <laughs> not the cap sleeve, babe. <laughs> not this. Oh, boy. And a mini and a deep V. Ooh, and we were v. slutty back then. Ooh. And it was a nude color. And it was, it yeah. Was. Yep. Mm-hmm. She looked great, though. She knew yeah, she what did. she had to do. Yep. She knew what she had to do. If there's mm-hmm. any dress to put on, is put on this almost naked looking dress <laughs> to try to get this man. <laughs> That's what I appreciate about her. She knows yeah. how to uh-huh. use fashion, her sex appeal in the right moments. Yeah. She's never really over the top with it. It's just, it's pretty subtle, mm-hmm. but it's obvious also at the same time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yep. Not mad. Now, Joey going into the dinner, he's like, look, I'm not going to get the truth. Um, we're not going to get anywhere. So I just have to choose my best connection. And that's yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So he obviously chooses Maria mm-hmm. <laughs> because Joey, uh, Sydney, he knows nothing about her. So mm-hmm. it was just obvious. So he basically walks her out and gives Maria the rose mm-hmm. and says he's going to just try to work past this. And... Uh, that's that. The production assistant goes back and grabs Sydney's suitcase, and Leah is like, "Oh, bawling. devastated! Yeah, yeah, she's she's not happy. Yeah, not happy. Her bestie is mm-hmm. gone. Now, Joey, uh, the cocktail party. Um, he tells the ladies, you know, Sydney obviously isn't here it's because our connection wasn't there, and that's that." Mm-hmm. So he gets some time with all the different ladies. Jen gets some time. Edwina gets to tell him that she likes him. Mm-hmm. Um, Caitlin is so cute, but this crimped hair, this crimped yeah, hair. What are we doing with this? It's the three barrel curl. You know the three barrel? It looks like that. Oh, yeah. I can't. I can't take it. Oh, <laughs> man. The crimped hair is not it, Caitlin. But she's so cute. And she's yeah. from like New Mexico. She's trying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's isn't she a radiologist scientist? She's like a, she's saving a the chemist. World? Yeah, a she's chemist from like <laughs> out west. Like yeah. she's trying. Yeah. Um Medina brings mm-hmm. him a little present. Um she also shares with him that her parents got divorced in high school. She's developed trust issues because of that. They do a trust fall. Mm-hmm. Um no chemistry with these two. Shit. Zero. Ooh. zero chemistry <laughs> i think also medina it's like it's too little too late yeah like, yeah she got swept up in that drama and now she's like oh my god i need to drop my sob story real quick yes it's too late girl i think it speaks to your lessons learned tosh about how like if you can win with the sob story i think it's part of the formula now but it really doesn't have to be i think this is actually an ex a uh, case as to why it would not have to be Mm. Right. This is a time to bring up the happy times and like how yeah. you know, yeah. like yeah. Rachel always takes time to take a talk about her dad and like how much we talked about this last week about how much mm-hmm. Joey reminds her of uh, her yeah, father her and dad. how nice it is and how wonderful. Like this is the time to make that kind of memory, but this mm-hmm. sob story, I don't know. If this is the time. Mm-hmm. Have some fun with that. 
Yeah. It's the beginning stages of dating. Keep mm-hmm. it light. Mm-hmm. But yes, I also love a good sob story <laughs> on this show. And it does mm-hmm. get you somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree, though, Justine. It needs to be like well-timed. Medina, mm-hmm. this is kind of a miss because you're already swept up in drama. He doesn't really know you. Like, he only knows you connected to drama in some way. Mm-hmm. He's now bringing a, like, downer kind of story. This is the time to pick it up. Kind yeah. of show, like, a fun side of you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think she re- she read this wrong, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So now with everybody, everyone's moved on from Sydney, except for Leah. Everybody yeah. has, nobody's yeah. even missed Sydney. Everybody's, mm-hmm. you know, cackling and kikiing and having a time in the house. Mm-hmm. No one's even thinking about Sydney, except for Leah. And Leah is so shocked to see Medina has moved on. Mm-hmm. Because the whole drama started with Medina and right, Leah. Right, mm-hmm. right. So Leah takes it upon herself to pull Medina aside. Oh. And it's like, you know, I think Sydney, I thought Sydney was one of your best friends. Now you switched up. You know, Maria comes into the room and you're like talking with her. I don't know what I would I just... do. At 31 <laughs> years old, if a 23 year old came Seriously. up to me and said this, I don't know what I would do. Could you not laugh? Like, like sometimes my niece has like a fit over not eating enough, uh, like little goldfish crackers, and starts having a fit and starts slamming on her table. Like that, I start laughing at mm-hmm. these tantrums. Mm-hmm. Right, David? If you're like the oldest she girl was, in the house, right? Yeah. I mean, she wasn't really feeling it, right? She was just, but I think she was like, like I felt she would have handled it differently anywhere else. But she's like, if we start yelling. We're going to have people mm-hmm. are going to notice. And mm-hmm. I like, mm-hmm. I think she realized at this point, I just got to stay away from all the drama because like yeah. this is too, I'm going to ruin my own chance here. So exactly. I felt she wanted to kind of say a lot more mm-hmm. than that moment. To right. Friend, yeah. 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 I agree. Medina. In this moment, she got my invite to the cookout because I oh. liked her response. Okay. She, I agree. I think she had a lot more she wanted to say. She probably could have yeah. got a little more rowdy with it because here is someone again trying to drag her into drama that she does not care about. And she went in on Leah in the best way that she could. And she said to her, she said to her, just because I was friends with Sydney doesn't mean I have to be mean to Maria. I'm just mm-hmm. trying to navigate the situation yeah. as best I can. I don't appreciate being criticized for how I'm trying to navigate. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. move on, Leah. Get yeah, out of my face on. with this. Yeah. And oh my god. Yeah, being on the side of someone who's not even there. Yeah. Right. Like, Oof. what are you doing? I don't know. What, what, what are you like, doing? Why? <laughs> yeah. Why? There's no point to this. What are you doing? No. Um, Leah also gets my Becky of the Week for this foolishness as well. She's she just sucks to me. She sucked from the minute she threw that envelope in the fire. The, the second honestly. she did it, she got my <laughs> Becky of the week for saying perspectivize as if that's a real word. What? Yeah, she said perspectivize. I was oh, like, no, Ooh, I didn't hear that. Pers- oh, Ooh, girl, you just left school. Perspectivize. <laughs> oh, God. Wait, what is she trying to say? Even? I don't even know. She said, why, what would I, what I could perspectivize from this conversation? Oh, like, oh girl. I, I, I think I missed that. Oh, man. That was, I was like, damn, that's rough. People make up words all the time, but that's one I've never heard before. I've never heard. <laughs> I don't even know what the origins, like what she was trying to say with it. Oh, I don't even know where she's going. I know. Where are you oh, going? 
goodness, girl. She, yeah, she's just terrible. I just feel like she's so, to come on this show and to be so wrapped up and focused on another bitch is bizarre <laughs> to me. You have this fine ass man in front of you. You're here to get a husband. Yeah, it's like you're missing the point. You're missing right? the yep. whole point. Mm-hmm. And she, the, it, from the beginning, when she threw the damn envelope in the fire, I feel like she yep. missed the point. She was already mm-hmm. thinking about the girls and how they're going to perceive her for this and blah, blah, blah. Like, mm-hmm. you're wasting your time. You're wasting Joey's time. You clearly aren't that hungry for a husband. It's giving, I'm 23 and I'm I have 23. time to waste. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's giving. <laughs> I, I can I can go back out in the dating pool and find somebody else. I just started dating yeah. two seconds ago. That's what it's giving. Mm-hmm. Like you really not that hungry if you have this much time to waste on other people's drama. And I guess when you're 23 and she, she talks about her friendships, I would go to war for my friends. Oh my That's God. how it is when you're 23. You would go to war with for your everything friends. Everything is a drama. Everything yeah. is drama. Yeah. <laughs> everything is like the maximum amount of fighting and love and all those situations. And when you're uh actually have life experience and you are tired and you and your friends just go grocery shopping together like Medina you mm-hmm. can't be bothered with that kind of proclamation for other <laughs> friends no god but yeah Leah that moment was like they gotta stop casting these little kids yeah, yeah. I feel like we're at sleepaway camp and this is like the bunk drama like oh, why are Jesus. we yeah oh, <laughs> I felt so just like beneath Medina beneath any of these older women on the show like it just felt so beneath them and so like juvenile mm-hmm. what she's trying to do yeah not my favorite Mm-mm. yeah Mm-mm. so yeah Leah she sits with Joey she's like you know a lot of us were really shocked honestly to see Maria come back and is trying to now continue mm-hmm. the Sydney rampage and waste her time with Joey talking about Maria yet again mm-hmm and maria she's like breaking down producer she's like threatening to yeah leave. she's like so annoyed that she can't just have one night without her mm-hmm. name in everybody else's mouth mm-hmm. <laughs> just one mm-hmm. she just wants to yeah be left alone just leave her yeah. alone yeah enough now we go into episode four medina actually goes to comfort maria mm-hmm. which <laughs> the irony of that <laughs> They both want nothing to do with this drama that started with the both of them. They are Mm -hmm. so far over it. But for whatever Mm -hmm. reason, these other little kids are trying to keep it going. Yeah. And Sydney's not even that little. Sydney's 28. Mm. Uh, Sydney was growing. That's true. She's older. Yeah. Acting like a little kid, though. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When I saw Medina and Maria talking, I was like, I feel like the only way to squash this is if the two of them went up and talked to Joey. Mm. like yeah, that would have been good yeah the whole drama that, that we're dealing with started with the two of us you mm-hmm. see us we're good <laughs> yeah. like, we are totally yeah. good we're over it we're focused on you mm-hmm. leah sydney they are the problem they keep trying to perpetuate it it started with us and we're chilling mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i feel like they could have done something but i also get they like we don't want to waste any more time with joey on yeah. this period yeah yeah now, time for the rose ceremony. First rose went to Kelsey A. Mm-hmm. Um, Caitlin, Daisy, Jen, Autumn, Babysitter's Club, Jess, Medina. And then the last rose obviously went to Leah, mm-hmm. producer pick. So, gotta say goodbye to a POC. Oh, Edwina. Edwina. <laughs> I loved what Edwina. Edwina. She was, I did too. She was everything the audience was thinking. <laughs> she was her Loved confessionals it. were much needed 
Um, now they all head to the south of Spain this episode. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, everyone is hoping to fall in love in Spain. Um, Leah is ready to continue this drama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> going yep. into Spain, that's how she feels. I'm, I'm yep. ready. I'm going to live out Sydney's entire personality <laughs> yes. right here. She's Spain. like Sydney's legacy. Like, yeah. literally. <laughs> she feels like that's her job as a friend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of this girl she met two weeks ago. Yeah. Two <laughs> seconds ago. Yup. Oh my God. It's ridiculous. So Joey rides up on a Vespa. Mm-hmm. There's something about a man who looks like Joey, that exact archetype. Yes. A tan white man with dark hair, a gold chain. Absolutely. <laughs> who is Max, Max 5'11. Don't be too tall <laughs> yeah. on the Vespa. Not either. too tall. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Something about, and yeah, kind of looks Mediterranean, yet not too mm-hmm. tall, and mm-hmm. rides up on a Vespa. Something about that just whole image, that concept, mm-hmm. just gets you every yeah, time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Matt James on the Vespa would have been crazy. It would have been looked like he, he was so on like tall. a little patrol bike. Like, he would have <laughs> yeah. <looked> crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, would not be it. Um, so he pulls Kelsey A for the date. Mm-hmm. They ride off on the Vespa. I can't even imagine Kelsey T's whole, like the whole world flashing before her eyes when he said Kelsey right. A. I know. A, oh, not God. The <laughs> oh, God. That sucks. She's, I'm t- she is having a tough time. Yeah. That's true. She's another girl with her name, and that other girl has a very obvious connection, too. That sucks. Yep. Yeah. Oof. They're all sat around getting emotional. Maria asks the ladies. You know, what would you do if you were Leah and you had the envelope from the mm. first night? Would you throw mm-hmm. it in the fire? Would you have taken it? Kelsey T, my girl, says she would have kept onto the envelope. I know that's right. Mm-hmm. She said, I might not have used it, but I would have held onto it. How iconic would that have been if she was like, wrong Kelsey, and took it from her? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. Oh, God. That wouldn't have been good because Kel- he loves that Kelsey been A. Fabulous. What do you mean? It would have been a <laughs> great moment, but he it would have worked. Kelsey A. Yeah, he, he loves does. Kelsey A. He does. I don't know. He loves both of them, I think. I think he really Different likes both. Different ways, yeah. but he likes both mm-hmm. of them. Mm-hmm. So Kelsey A and Joey, they go off. They go to different markets and pick up stuff for a little picnic. And he keeps saying things like, in a crowded room, I notice her. Like, mm-hmm. he's so he's so struck by that beauty and that gorgeous hair and that the, hair the hair yeah yeah that's that'll get every man mm-hmm. and i mean honestly i love it too her hair is beautiful mm-hmm. um but yeah they sit for a little picnic and uh she tells him that she's not falling in love but she's tripping into it she's starting yeah, to feel i like that that's a good phrase feel the yeah. things mm-hmm. i think that only makes him want her more like right mm-hmm. you don't want to say falling in love right away mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. make it like you know there's two people here like you might be falling for me but like i have a say in this i love that yeah mm-hmm. mm-hmm. exactly Loved it. keep them wanting more yeah keep them wanting more now time for the dinner date kelsey a i'm this i'm at a work conference dress like, i was not feeling it a mid-calf girl please and I know she's I tall like, too, so I know she's probably had a lot of mid calf moments. But <laughs> I did not like that high neck, and then the, the sleeve neck. was weird. Uh, yeah, weird. 
I don't get it. He is like enamored by her. Imagine her yeah. in Maria's in Maria's dress. Banded game over. Yeah. Game over. Yep. Yep. <laughs> she would have been right like, just keep it. Just 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 hold on, yeah. girl. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That ass. Oh my god. If if it looks like it could be bought at Ann Taylor Loft or New York and Company, just don't pack don't it. Don't bring it. Right. Don't, don't bring it. Just bring it with you. Mm-hmm. Nope. That that's not gonna be for any cocktail party, any one on one date. There's no like unless there's a group date where you're doing like a presentation or something. Like there's that, no yeah. reason to pack this dress. Or remember, I think it was Colton season, or maybe it was Pilot Pete, I can't remember. Somebody's one on one date was a date to a wedding with the bachelor. Oh yeah. That was on Peter oh, season. I think that was Peter say. season. I think it was yeah. uh what's her face? What's her name? Maddie. Maddie, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Like yeah. that moment. Maybe that. Is, that would be nice. But that what right. once in a lifetime. What the hell? Yeah. Not on a one on one date yeah. <laughs> in the middle of Spain. Like, girl, no. So we learn a little bit more about Kelsey A. She shares that her parents are in the army. Her mom, um, 10 years ago had gotten breast cancer and metastasized on her bones and she mm-hmm. was given six months to live but she passed away after two months yeah so obviously she got very emotional and mm-hmm. you know talking about how it's really hard for her to think about getting engaged and her mom not being there mm-hmm. um but just knowing that her mom would be really proud of her and her dad told her some nice things as well before she yeah. left for the show and um yeah, they had a nice little warm and fuzzy it moment. It makes him want her even more. Mm-hmm. Yep. There is something. This was the sob story, well-timed. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. already into her. He's like, the more emotional you get, the better. Like, I just felt he was, like, all in there. Mm-hmm. What do you think the sob story does for people, David? Especially on the, what does you think it does for the lead? I'll say that. I mean, mm. I truly think that if you don't really like the person, Anyway, I don't think it makes you like them more. More. Okay. You're like Mm -hmm. a human being and you're listening. But I just think if you are attracted to the person, it just, it's like, oh, the wounded bird, like come into my arms. (laughs) I think like if you like them and you're feeling it anyway, you love a sob story. Mm. It just does push the needle Mm -hmm. a little bit over the edge. I think if you don't like the person it's not gonna help change anything you're gonna say well that's sorry like what a what a horrible thing that's happened Mm -hmm. i don't think it's gonna make you fall but if you're like if you're just attracted to them anyway i think it like does Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. it makes you just wanna go there Mm -hmm. like he was even a little Mm teary-eyed when she was telling him this which like you take like someone else that he's not attracted to he would just be like oh you know i'm sorry that happened to you Mm -hmm. just yeah yeah it definitely plays into the whole like the man being the protector right it's totally i was just gonna say like totally stereotypical but i could see it i Mm -hmm. could see it like Mm -hmm. i could see his wheels turning Mm -hmm. i just saw them you know Mm -hmm. yeah exactly yeah yeah so he um yeah, they shared the little, you know, nice little moment, and um, he just tells her he's super excited about their potential and mm-hmm. gives her a rose. And I think for sure, for sure, she's going to hometowns. If not, she's in Definitely. the top two. Definitely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I would say really far, if not yeah. top two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Now, a group date card arrives for everyone except Miss Rachel. Mm-hmm. 
and they meet everybody uh, meets with him at this beautiful villa and they learn that they're going to have to express what they mean express how they feel for joey in one sentence and then do a painting of it mm-hmm. or something like that yeah a lot of arts in this one date packed yeah mm-hmm. lots yeah now babysitter's club she basically painted an engagement ring and one they gave her that sure. for free they really just tossed her that yeah <laughs> like, yeah i don't know they get to go off and do body painting and she got some extra time but it, yeah i didn't really understand that now mm-hmm. at the cocktail party all the ladies get some time kelsey t shares with him that she has feelings for him and it's getting really hard and you know he tells uh in this interview kelsey t's been very patient mm-hmm. and i know i care because it hurts me to see her this way mm-hmm. so i really am ready to see their one-on-one i need to so I just gonna <laughs> say it's like you think about her you're this you're that it's time to give her a one-on-one date guy please yeah because yeah. they Come have on. something going on that we're not yeah seeing i guess they kind of jump um, cut it like they mm. hug and then they talk and then all of a sudden her legs are like on his lap and they're making out and we're like, wait, what? Huh? What? And right. he's like, I really like her. I think about her all the time. I'm like, wait, mm-hmm. what, what happened? Yeah, I'm Same excited for the continuity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come in. yeah, like his confessionals and interviews are like not matching up with what we're seeing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I believe you, Joey. Like, yeah. I believe you, Kelsey. But like, I don't, can we get the one-on-one day, please? Um, Maria gets her time. She shares her little story. When she was one, she Mm -hmm. got in a really bad car accident with her mom. Um, and her mom went through just like severe depression. Seems like she wasn't really around for a part of her life. And, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, just wanted to just kind of share a vulnerable moment, I guess, with Joey. Yeah. 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 I think she, that sob story was like, her timing of it was like needing, I don't, this might not be the best way to say it, but like she needed a little bit of pity. She needed to put herself she in a victim a little, role in a, a way. A little empathy from Some him. Some empathy from him. And I think it, it to me too, it does put into perspective how badly she really wants to be perceived as a girl's girl, considering mm-hmm. that she didn't have her mom around for the beginning of her life. I think that's why it's so hurtful to her mm-hmm. is that she's like, damn, I really like work hard at, getting along with all these girls and like making Mm -hmm. sure that I'm complimentary and that I'm encouraging people and they take it the wrong way. And Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. Joey, not for us as viewers, I don't need that sob story at all. But for Joey, Mm -hmm. I think it is a nice empathetic pad to Mm -hmm. the lies that (laughs) Leah is trying to spread about her now. (laughs) It is. I mean, he didn't get as emotional as the Kelsey sob story (laughs) or the other sob stories. Right. I feel it didn't hurt her, right? No. Just... Yeah. Yeah, it played to her sympathy, yeah. if anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Joey ends up awarding the group date rose to Maria. Mm-hmm. And Leah is just hating, seething <laughs> in the corner. Just a straight up hater in her confessionals and talking about Maria's putting on a performance and blah, blah, blah. Terrible. Mm-hmm. Now, Rachel and Joey, they go off on their date. They are walking mm-hmm. around Marbella and they happen upon this flamenco performance, mm-hmm. which that was probably one of the coolest things I did in Spain was go to a flamenco show. Oh, you went? Yeah. <gasps> it was, I love dance or just like 
performing arts in general, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. flamenco is really fucking unique. The women are yeah. so like commanding and like powerful and mm -hmm. you can't you literally cannot take your eyes off of them and you mm -hmm. feel you whatever they got whatever confidence they got like you want some of it for yourself mm -hmm. the way they're just like stomping around the stage and it's it's like a really cool just really cool form of dance it's unlike anything yeah I mean, it's like the complete opposite of ballet it's like not delicate right. at all yeah <laughs> you know yeah, and so empowering for women too. <clears throat> women have mm -hmm. a very commanding. So much of it is eye contact. So much yes. of it is in yeah. the um, way your head is turned. There's a lot mm -hmm. of like subtleties that women mm -hmm. have to have in flamenco that yeah. are really really dope. Mm -hmm. And the outfits, the costumery of it all, yeah. gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah, the drama of it, love it. Um, so of course, Joey and Rachel they learn how to. Pr you know, perform flamenco and then they have to perform it in front of a live audience, of course. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> it's just too much. I, I would love to go see a show and maybe go walk around Mar uh, Marbella. I don't need yeah. to perform flamenco in front of other no, people. No, like, that's so scary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, now for their dinner, little date, they go um, uh, have a little chat. She's talking to him about working in ICU unit mm -hmm. as a nurse and how dating a nurse can be tough sometimes because of her crazy hours mm -hmm. and like the emotional support that's needed. Um, yeah, I would say that'd be for anyone, I guess, in a medical yeah profession, profession. right? Yeah, because they're on call, especially if you're ICU. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And then especially, yeah, especially ICU. Like, um, her days are like emotionally taxing, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. Right. So it's either, and I don't know, maybe ICU nurses write in to like, yeah. .com. like you're dealing with a lot of heavy emotion on your, during the day that you kind of have to like check out of. You got to keep it very practical and logistical. You're doing the work. You can't be crying after every patient that dies. Yeah. You're dealing with a lot of dying patients every day. Mm -hmm. So coming home, like what is that coming home? Are you then just like an emotional, like, do you then turn on the emotion like f the valve totally goes all the yeah. way to the right when you're home with your spouse and then mm -hmm. they need to be of super strong emotional support for you or yeah just have more in you to give do you have more in you mm -hmm. to give like can you show up as yeah i wonder like if you're dealing with emotions and high emotional things all day like are you able to be an emotional support to your partner mm -hmm. when you come home mm -hmm. or is that really hard for you i had a lot more questions about what she was like saying and was saying she needs from joey mm -hmm. um because mm -hmm. i just couldn't i couldn't imagine dealing with like dying people on a daily basis all the time yeah especially but not reacting to it right. you kind of just treat it like it's your job but yeah. then you go home what who is that person at home yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Especially post-COVID. And I think Rachel's pretty Oof. young. So for her to be an mm. ICU nurse now through COVID, mm. like she had to learn all that stuff through a mm. time when the ICU was packed. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. She obviously gets the date rose. Mm -hmm. That was that. Now, time for the rose ceremony. All the ladies are just stressed some of them yeah. are getting time some of them are not getting time um maria interrupted caitlin's time mm -hmm. which is a, very annoying because maria has a rose already mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i thought caitlin was being ridiculous for oh for letting her 
letting her and for being so nice about it too like if there's any moment to be a little snippy it's this moment when the girl has the rose and she's coming to steal your time yeah this whole oh it's okay it's okay no it's not okay Mm -hmm. i would literally point out maria you have a rose yeah respect i need Mm -hmm. this time yeah i i like would have said something absolutely but i don't know just they're and I'm a girl's girl through and through. Like, yeah, I'm not, yeah. but I sound like such a manic bitch <laughs> because I feel like in this house, I would operate so different. Like, yeah. I'm not here to, you know, start drama with people. I'm here hyper-focused on this man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm putting myself first, period. Mm-hmm. And that's not throwing other girls under the bus. That's I'm putting myself first. Mm-hmm. So you coming up to steal time, you have a Rose Maria. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. You want time? I need this time. Right, exactly. Like I would point out the obvious and make her feel dumb for even fucking asking me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. In front of Joey. <laughs> yeah, in front of Joey. So he yeah. can also see the selfishness of her ways. And <laughs> like, no. Yeah. And I can still be friends with her after it, but I'm gonna best tell my truth. Like I'm mm-hmm. here putting myself first. You cannot take this time. I'm sorry. You do you have a rose in your hand? You you do? Okay, I'm gonna Ooh. need you to <laughs> Turn around because I need this time. We're not doing this, Maria. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Just yeah. oh, they're too nice. I know they, they too are nice. too nice. Yeah. Oh my god. So babysitters club, she's losing it. Maria is her new. Target. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, <laughs> she starts losing her mind. <laughs> losing her mind. Um, she's taking it all out on Maria, which Maria hated her love it or hate it she's gonna get her man uh-huh. she's here to get her man she's yep. hyper focused on that she's gonna rub people's you know rub people the wrong way in her pursuit of that but mm-hmm. y'all need to take note and do the same mm, yeah i don't know and i like that she spoke up to her too you know i think she's yes. like you know i've had enough basically I've had I just enough went through this with sydney mm-hmm. I, like you're all coming at me and like yeah i'm coming for you now Jess, like, mm-hmm. what, what do you want? I, I just, it wasn't even over the top, but it was Mm-mm. enough that I was like, good for you. Like, you're, you're done with it already. Mm-hmm. Let's be done with it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Yep. So Jess is like, it's just, you're so disrespectful. They start bickering back and forth. Jess storms off, tells her you need to grow the fuck up, bitch. Mm. And is now off crying in the bushes with Leah. And... <laughs> I just feel like they're in their own little high school teen drama. <laughs> like yeah. they're literally in their own little side like plot line that they're mm-hmm. trying to create that no mm-hmm. one wants any parts of. And y'all can go do that in the bush. I'm gonna be here trying to get a rose from this man. Right. Exactly. Ridiculous. Yeah. Now, time for the rose ceremony. Autumn and her dress got my Becky of the week. Oh no, you didn't like this long sleeve cotton candy dress? It was you didn't like my, it? my super sweet 16. Aww. Straight from the Windsor clearance rack. No, not clearance. 2006. No. Bless her heart. This dress was hideous. I can't believe uh, they even sell this dress oh in 2024. Natasha, please. <laughs> it oh was just, God. it was so nostalgic. This dress would eat at a oh, sweet yeah. 16 oh, in 2006. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In 2024 on The Bachelor, girl, you look ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. I'm so sorry. Um, Yeah, just a mess. I I, I can't. Yeah. But bless her heart. Yeah. Now, first Rose went to Jen, then Kelsey Mm -hmm. T, Daisy, Leah, Lexi, Caitlin. Last Rose, we have just Autumn and Medina left. And the Rose, 
of course, went to Jess. So annoying. Oh, I, I was shocked at this. So was I. I really thought, I thought, I know you said before you didn't agree. I thought Medina and him had some chemistry, more than Jess, at least. Like, I was shocked. Yeah, I really more than it Jess. Been her. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I think he's had more fun with Jess. He hasn't had fun yeah. with Medina yet. Yeah. It's been drama and then this last minute, like, sob story. <laughs> That's all he's really gotten from her. So, it's choosing mean, fun, I think. We might as well just, I just can't have much more life left in her. Can't. I, mean, I don't think so. It's yeah. not even just my dislike for her. I just see no. like, this could be your best friend. You know, go mm-hmm. go hiking with her or something. But mm-hmm. I see zero chemistry. It's just not zero. your wife. Mm-mm. Yeah. No. He is um, not attracted to her at all. Mm-mm. Even on that body painting day, it was giving yeah. like cousins. Yeah. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> Cousins rolling around, yeah, I mean, <laughs> but not really. Hot. They Don't were like, but they were like back to back. Like there wasn't that much yeah. like physical chemistry between them. They yeah. showed everything, and I was like, oh damn, yeah, okay, yeah, it's not it. Yeah, uh, that 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 wasn't it for me. Yeah, we do have to say goodbye to another POC, Medina, yeah, Medina. who she can kick rocks. Honestly, very disappointed. Wow. Okay. She was crying Whoa. over not getting to know Joey. I feel like he didn't get to know me. Blah, blah, blah. She, she messed up from the beginning. She messed up when Joey sat down. The producers made him sit down with her and pressed her about the drama in the house. And she mm-hmm. fell into the trap. Mm. And since then, it's just been trying to climb out of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it really started with that one decision. Don't yeah. lean into drama. Yeah. Don't fall for yeah. it. Don't, you get Don't take the bait. Don't mm-hmm. take the bait. You get very sparse moments with this man sometimes in like five minute chunks of time yeah do not waste that time talking about anything that has nothing to do with just you and him yep so she yeah she's crying i'm sure she has tons of regret and she's also again one of the oldest in the house Mm -hmm. blah blah and she Mm -hmm. played this so poorly as one of the oldest in the house yeah yeah i agree that was her main (laughs) hang up yeah yeah, it's not even to her detriment because Lexi and Kelsey T are both in their 30s. Mm-hmm. So, And you saw Kelsey T had that TikTok where it's, I, I didn't watch the, I just saw the, I didn't hear the audio. So I don't know what uh-huh. the music was playing over it, but I'm sure something funny. But it's her sitting during the moment where they're all like going back and forth, all the girls, and she's mm-hmm. sitting in the cut, like quiet. Because mm-hmm. she's like, do I tell them I'm also 31? <laughs> right. She's also 31. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no one needs to know. This is not going to be a storyline. Like, yeah. And she was also, quote unquote, an old head in the house. And nobody mm-hmm. knows, nobody cares. Yeah. Yeah. No. Ridiculous. Now, their next stop, they are going to Montreal. Mm -hmm. That's exciting. That is exciting. Um, We did get a little preview for next week. um, Or I guess for the, I guess for the whole season, season, I think. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. They go to Montreal. We see Daisy and Joey horseback riding. We see Rachel telling him she's falling in love. Mm -hmm. We hear Joey, not sure who he's talking to, but hear him say, I'm not waiting any longer. I do want you to know I'm falling in love with you. Mm hmm. Uh, we see Joey just on cloud nine, just having a blast. Um, we see Caitlin crying to Joey. We see Jess crying, saying she feels forgotten. We, I feel like poor Jess is like hanging on to that kid. They had the first kiss, right? From oh, night one. shit. Yeah. I forgot about that. Damn, Jess. Yeah, she did have that. Okay. <laughs> 
See, okay. she is yeah. forgotten. Yeah, and Leah had the first impression rose, so they're just two peas in a pod. Two oh, peas in a pod. Boy. The forgotten two. Yep. Oh, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> A lot of girls crying, feeling insecure. Maria telling Joey, I don't know if I could do this anymore. So, of course, she going to bring the drama. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Threaten mm-hmm. to leave. Um, and then, yeah, some girls saying, um, just voices. We don't see who. Mm-hmm. I still have a lot of questions. I'm worried we're in completely different places. Someone is going to write Joey a letter. That says, come and- here now. <laughs> we need to talk we need to talk today yeah yep and again that final moment of joey uh crying and mm-hmm. saying this is my worst nightmare coming true um i have to hope she feels the same way and i don't know and him crying at the end so mm. don't know what that's about yeah, we'll see. can't wait now justine remind mm. me your lessons learned what yeah, mine was, should you even go on a two-on-one or should you just self-eliminate right then and there? I okay. mean, I'm outvoted <laughs> with both of you. Both of you said that you should go on the two-on-one and just yeah. try to embarrass the other person. I think that is a great idea if the other person is erratic enough to do so. And I think mm. Sydney could have gotten there if Maria wasn't charged up. And Maria is like pretty charged up all the time, but I'll never forget mm-hmm. that girl who got picked up by the helicopter in the island. I don't know yeah. which season that was. I think it was Ashley I. I remember. I think. Oh, was it Ashley I? That does sound familiar. There was a. I think I want to say like Ben Higgins season. That might have been Ashley I. Yeah. They were like left on an island and the helicopter drove. The helicopter, was like, <laughs> yeah, came to mm-hmm. got her and was like, no, you can't even be here anymore. <laughs> like that moment is pretty pretty iconic. So that would be nice, but. I guess. So I guess you should go on the two-on-one. I was very much anti, but <laughs> go on the two-on-one. See if you could embarrass the other person. But mm-hmm. for yours, Tosh, yours is more serious. Yeah. <laughs> and, can and you? Real. Can you make it far without a sob story? Mm-hmm. I don't know the stats on this. Um. So, uh, Bachelor data. I don't know if you've done any deep dives on people yeah. with sob stories or not. Um, I think it is kind of like a rite of passage, like getting your mm-hmm. moment with the lead to present something traumatic that happened in your life and how it shaped you. And um, I do think everyone kind of has to share something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, I don't know, because it's not even about the sob story itself. It's about you kind of sharing something that shaped you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And made you yeah. you. Yeah. So if you don't have that story, it's like a big void. So Mm -hmm. how did you become the woman you are? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I feel like that's kind of what the sob story, like the point of it is, not Mm -hmm. necessarily just to like make him feel bad for you. It's to like share this pivotal thing in your life that really made you who you are. And if you don't have that, I don't know how far you would make it on just like laughs and fun and sex appeal. Like I don't think it's possible really. Yeah, I don't think so either. Because at that point, you're just, you're not a full person. Mm-hmm. You got to come on and just open up like right away, mm-hmm. whether you want to or not. Mm-hmm. Like at a time is so limited. You just got to put it all out there. You have to. Yeah. Whatever it is, because otherwise I just don't think you have a chance. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, what makes it difficult is like this happens in every relationship. You get to a point where, um, you know, past all you go on maybe five, six dates. And then like date seven is when you're like, all right, I'm going to share this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, because now you've established some comfort with this person. Mm-hmm. It's just, 
that more difficult on this show because you're doing it with essentially a stranger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. and it's not dates, and really it's, expedited time. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. convos, little five minute conversations, little five minute convos. Yeah. But yeah, I think you have to. I don't think you can make it far without a soft story. So I think as a, you as a contestant, you kind of have to think going in like, what is my pivotal story I'm going to share? Mm-hmm. And yeah. That's that. Yeah. Yeah, I would think so. Um, well, yeah, that was the episode, my friend. That was it. David, thank you for joining us. Yes, thank you. This was so much fun. We'll yes. have to do it again. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it- and everyone could listen to you when you guys are on my podcast, mm-hmm. Behind the Velvet Robe. Tell everyone um, where they can find you, where they can listen to you, anything fun you have coming up. Yes, you can listen to me behind the velvet rope. It's on Apple, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcasts. You can find us on Instagram at behind velvet rope. Instagram did not want a very long name, so there's no the. So it's behind velvet rope on Instagram. (laughs) We're on YouTube, but really you can listen to us. It's behind the velvet rope. It is now a seven day a week Mm. interview and reality TV gossip show and People love it when I just do the gossip and the recaps as much as the interviews. So mm-hmm. it's really 50-50. Well, thank you, David. Everyone mm. check out Behind the Velvet Rope podcast and all the things. Rate, review, subscribe. Find us on Patreon, um, Instagram, TikTok, all that good stuff. And we'll be back next week. Sure will. Bye, guys. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.